brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Darren Payne has officially been franchise tag, taking him off the table if the Bears were considering going after him. Jalen Carter will not work out at the Combine. And the media wanted the Chicago Bears to trade Justin Fields so they can draft a midget. We're going to talk about all that, plus the position that the Bears should be focusing on at the Draft Combine right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby on the daily episode. So right off the top, uh, Darren uh, Payne has been franchise tagged, so he is no longer going to be on the board for the Bears or any other team that was looking to possibly add him in free agency. And the Bears are going to have to pivot. Um, We'll talk about some other free agent targets and some free agents that, you know, pro football focus has the Bears signing this offseason. But, you know, that is some a, a, a tool or, or a possible avenue off the table for the Chicago Bears. But luckily, the Bears have more than enough assets. They have more than enough targets. They have more than enough still a, a ways to improve that defensive line in a meaningful way this offseason. And I'm pretty sure that they're going to do it. But next up, so it came out that uh, Bryce Young will not be passing at the Combine. He also measured much shorter than what uh, he was listed at. Listed at six, six foot. Uh, seems like per some reports, he's actually measured at 5'10". And so the questions now surrounding Bryce Young and his his durability in the NFL have now gone up exponentially in that time. And all it means is this, as we've been telling you, as every Chicago Bears content creator that actually follows and, and is engaged in this team week in and week out has told you, the Bears ain't trading Justin Fields, especially not for no Bryce Young. So there you guys go. It's the, you know, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. But one of the things and targets that, that the Bears were rumored to go after and, and be coveting highly is Jalen Carter so Jalen Carter is uh, he, he's one of the top players in this draft expected not to go lower than fifth um he's he's uh will not be working out and participating in the workout portion of the draft combine now he will be participating in Georgia's pro day on March 15th but this raises more red flags and concerns for a player that at least his numbers weren't popping out at you in college, right? Not like a Will Anderson Jr.'s numbers. So for him to, to not really uh, participate in the draft combine in that meaningful way and to, to kick the can down the road to March 15th at that pro day, it's raised some some questions there for him. And so I understand completely the questions that were raised. Um, I understand the red flags that people have now. And, you know, for already the people, when they look at what Will Anderson was able to do as far as statistically in his collegiate uh, career, it for the people that already were leaning more towards Will Anderson, this has been another, um, you know, uh, reason and another thing to look out for in, you know, trying to evaluate Jalen Carter. And so it really, you know, in my personal opinion, really kind of, I don't know if it comes off like he seems entitled or if it's like he doesn't have to or maybe he already has a draft promise from a team, um, which could could or could not be the Chicago Bears. It could be something like that that's played into it. But I understand for the people who are looking at uh, this in this combine and, you know, like I said, looking at the numbers and what Will Anderson was able to achieve versus the fact that Jalen Carter 
on top of that and in the in the college football playoffs and things like that didn't necessarily wow uh, with his numbers. So, you know, there is that sign of concern there, especially for a player that many people, me included, have been calling him a generational level talent. It now raises those questions. So I'm going to ask you, Jalen Carter not participating in the workout portion of the draft combine. Is this another red flag for you? Or do you think that you've seen enough that that you would still like the Chicago Bears to go ahead and draft him? Or do you think because he just he's still going to do something at he will work out for teams at uh, the pro day? Does that kind of eliminate some of that for you guys as well? Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. But next up, I want to get into Pro Football Focus has predicted the Chicago Bears to sign three of the top 50 free agents. One of those is Javon Hargrave. Now, this is a defensive tackle we've talked about heavily here and what he uh, can do. So with Darren Payne staying in Washington, this now pivots towards Javon Hargrave, probably being the best defensive tackle on the market. And so the Chicago Bears, the fact that Pro Football Focus has the Chicago Bears signing him, that would be a great signing for a team that's looking to really shore up that front seven on that defensive side of the ball. I like it. Uh, The fact that he's, you know, the Bears are going to be rumored, as I've said before, in any position that the Bears need, basically all the skill positions, is that the, the 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 Bears are going to be rumored and being a part of the of teams that are interested in those players. So Javon Hargrave absolutely makes sense. They also have us signing Mac McGlinchey, a right tackle here. This is another guy that we've talked about here on this channel and doing kind of free agent targets list. And so with the the season and what we know, we we need to improve that offensive lining in a meaningful way. Um, adding McGlinchey would help. Uh, find that that uh, another solution at tackle that he could be here for a long time. You pair that uh, on the uh, the the offensive line with Tevin Jenkins, and it really does help a lot. So you know, I think that as the Bears look to really um, increase the protection around Justin Fields, Mike McGlinchey is wouldn't be a bad signing at all for the Chicago Bears. That's why we have covered him here, and he is somebody who can come in has strengths in the both the run and the pass blocking, and he's going to be able to do something that gives Justin Fields more time and even help make our running game that much more better. So the next one that we have is another player that we have. This, You know what? This list is just a certification of the fact that here at Chicago Bears Central, we actually know what we're talking about. Bobby Okereke, a linebacker here. This is another guy. He's familiar with Matt Eberflus playing with the Indianapolis Colts before. When you look at the fact that really the only starting linebacker that we're bringing back uh, for sure, Nicholas Morrow could come back, but is Jack Sanborn. Th- that's it. So you look at bringing in Bobby Okereke. This is a guy who absolutely can come in and play a big role for the Chicago Bears. Now, the money is the biggest thing there, but he's been a he's a machine tackling. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Since the start of the 2021 season, he uh, 283 stops since that time in their run defense. He is going to help the Chicago Bears in their run defense tremendously he also turns 27 this offseason so again has a lot of football left in him as well when you look at those the, these three signings would be if these are the three free agent acquisitions that the Chicago Bears make and this is kind of the the top three that they make that is a hell of an offseason for most teams already when you pair in what Ryan Poles has at his disposal money-wise draft like it's something that I've been saying. This offseason is going to be one of the most important offseasons in Chicago Bears history. But this just highlights the number of tools at Ryan Pohl's disposal that he has. And I trust him to make the right decision. If we sign these three players on top of drafting as well as we think Ryan Pohl's can draft and still even get more acquisitions, maybe some prove-it deals in free agency, it's going to be that much better for the Chicago Bears. So I love where Pro Football Focus has a signing that's three of the top 50 free agents on the market, and the Bears can get even more than that. 
when it's all said and done. This is going to be a fun offseason. We're going to cover it all right here at Chicago Bears Central. So going into that, we want to look at what are some of the Bulls' biggest positions of need going into the scouting combine. First one up is, 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 is the defensive line. Both the interior and, and, uh, and uh, edge rushers on the defensive line. We had the worst pass rush in the NFL last season. 20 total sacks. Um, it, it, that's it. Like you, you, you want to get that done. And the fact that our, uh, we, our sack leader was freaking Jaquan Brisker, you, we know that there's highlights what we need to do on that, on that defensive line. When you look at Travis Gibson and Dominique Robinson, they've shown that they can be very good rotational pieces, but you're probably looking at adding at least two new edges to this team. And so that's going to be a highly important part. And then also with the interior defensive line, they also have to adjust that. Uh, Justin Jones was our, probably our best defensive tackle last season. And he's probably the only player that's going to come back as a starter on that defensive tackle position. So again, the, our, our defensive line is probably going to be totally remade right along with our offensive line, which is what we're going to talk about now. But that defensive line is probably one of the biggest needs on this team. And the next up, the offensive line, right? And I know some people are going to say, why don't you have the offensive line one? You guys know I'm a defense guy. Uh, I want to see the monsters of the midway back. But um, offensive line, defensive line, they're kind of neck and neck. They're 1A, 1B. And when you look at the offensive line that we have, right, we got two people that we can project bringing back at starters. It's Tevin Jenkins, and that's Braxton Jones more than likely. And there's even some talk that maybe Braxton Jones isn't guaranteed a starting position in 2023. I kind of disagree with that. But when you look at the fact of Riley Reef. Larry Borm, who both split time at right tackle, we need to do something on that on, on that side of the offensive uh, ball for sure, which goes into one of the free agent acquisitions that Pro Football Focus has assigning uh, there. But we have to address that tackle position. That has to be a focal point for Ryan Poles and that interior offensive line as well. Look at Lucas Patrick; he could be he could be brought back, um, especially because his deal is a little bit more friendly. But you look at everyone else: uh, Mustafer, he's gone for sure. Cody Whitehair is probably gone as well. We need to address. A lot of positions on that offensive line and totally remake that as long as uh, as long as that. Next one, wide receiver. Wide receiver absolutely has to be something that the Bears address in some way. Now, I've said I do not think that the Bears are going to go after and make a major acquisition at the wide receiver position this offseason. I think they, they may make some smaller ones. They may give a prove-it deal. They may do some things like that, add someone to be in the slot. But I do think that they're going to address the wide receiver and they need to in a major way. Linebacker. This is the, where the Bobby Okereke signing comes in at. Jack Sanborn is the only starting linebacker that we're bringing back from last season. And so with that, that makes that position a big need for the Chicago Bears and how they address that. You know, do they address it with youth in the draft? Do they address it with uh, free agent acquisitions in a Bobby Okereke? The way that I look at it, if you improve that front line and you bring back uh, Bobby, uh, you bring back Jack Sanborn, who's coming back, you add Bobby Okereke to that, and then you take a look at what else you can do. Maybe Nicholas Morrow comes back. We'll see. Um, but that is, 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 that's enough, at least in one season, to do. So we'll see what the Chicago Bears team does, but we all know that they are going to have to go after a linebacker in some shape, form, or fashion because we just don't have any of our starting linebackers back under contract besides Jack Sanborn. Now, Nicholas Morrow could, be, could come back on a one-year deal, so look out for that to happen, especially if the Bears you know, sign a player like a Bobby Okereke who's going to take a lot of money. They may look to bring back Nicholas Morrow on a, another one-year prove-it deal. Add that with Jack Sanborn, improvements to the front line that were that were expected to happen. Um, it could be, it could really turn around this team considerably, I think, in this offseason. And the last one is one that me and um that me and the guys talked about on Sunday's live stream. That's the cornerback position. And while we had some strong cornerback play, 
while we saw some flashes from some cornerbacks in the in in uh this season, especially after people went down, I still think, and I look at the Chicago Bears, they have some serviceable um cornerbacks. We we still don't know how Tyler Gordon is going to develop, but he is one that has shown that you know he's going to be here, he's going to be a playmaker, he's going to be able to be in that. But you look at Jalen Johnson, Jalen Jones, uh uh Josh Blackwell, right? These are all players that, at least to me, Still, like, they're good, but I don't think that the Chicago Bears have that surefire number one corner that's just, you can just build around. And that may be something that they try to address in this offseason. They may just try to add more depth pieces. I like some of the cornerbacks we have. I don't want to make it seem like I don't like any of them. But when you look at Kendall Vador, get him up out of here. You know, guys know I hate Kendall Vador with all the passion in my body. Jalen Johnson, Jalen Jones, Jazz Blockwell, they have shown some signs of some things. And not to say that I want to see them out of the rotation completely, but I do think that we need to add at least some more depth there, if not try to go out and add uh, a Jamil Dean or somebody who can be that number one cornerback. So we'll see what they can do. Um, I don't, again, I'm not necessarily, I don't know how high on the priority list the Chicago Bears have that considering how good our past defense was at times last season. They may want to just see some of these players get bigger opportunities and grow a little bit more, keep everyone healthy and to see what they can turn into. But I do think cornerback is a position that the Chicago Bears could and probably should have on their uh, their list of, of positions that need to be addressed in this offseason. But those are my thoughts. You guys can let me know your thoughts all down below. We're going to continue. Like I said, after the draft combine, some more things come out. We'll have some draft combine specific news and topics on, going on for the rest of the week. But this is going to be, this is the start of a very important offseason for the Chicago Bears. And as I said on yesterday's episode, the offseason basically runs through Chicago. In very many ways, Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears front office really control the offseason. And how they do that, how they they manage this offseason is going to be important for setting that foundation of what the Chicago Bears can be for the next handful of years. So this is a very important offseason for the Bears. This is a very important time that they just get these and make these decisions and get those uh, those decisions right. And hopefully they do. And I have faith in Ryan Poles. I want to be clear here. This is probably the most faith I have in the Chicago Bears of actually turning this thing around in a meaningful way in years. And so, uh, you know, as things keep going and as the questions and rumors arise from the national media and everything like that, let's just stay tuned in and locked in. And I'll make sure that daily, every single day, except Saturdays, which we can start having a Saturday episode if you guys get in more mailbacks, but that's a story for another day. But with that being said, as we continue to grow this channel, as we continue to give the coverage that you guys want, keep sounding off, get those mailbags in. We want to hear from you. The reason why we have mailbag episodes is because this is meant to be a platform. This isn't meant to just be a, a, a channel where it's just me, Bobby, and C-Dub just giving our opinions. It's meant to be a platform for Bears fans. We want to hear from you guys. You guys are as big a part of the show as anything else. And we want to make sure that we give your guys the opportunity to air your voice out about what's going on with this team. You guys have heard it if you listen to the mailbag episodes. There are times where I where I play voicemails that I don't agree with something with anything said in the voicemail. But you guys are a part of this Bears Nation. You are a big part of this channel and how this channel is succeeding. We have surpassed all our expectations in our first year, and that is because of you guys. So as we look to march forward, get get keep going forward with this. We want to hear from you guys. We want you guys to show up in an even bigger way. So make sure you get those mailbags in, and we'll tell you how to do so here in a second. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls, at Shot Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. Also, you can give us, uh, send us a text message and our voicemail, 
242-9336. And also, if you want to leave it in the comment section, just type in mailbag ahead of your comment. It'll give me something to search. We can get your voice in that way. But otherwise, that's it for today's episode. Make sure you already said you're following us. So that's it for today. Love you guys, man. Thank you for making this place the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm out, y'all. Um, bear down, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 media. media.